Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Dawes Talk. I'm Sarah. And I'm Nancy. And this is a place to share personal spiritual experiences to prepare hearts for the second coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Let's get this bread. I mean, on Sunday at Sacrament. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> okay, uh, maybe let's just get started then. Let's get started, baby. This week is a special one, mainly because it's talking about one of my favorite subjects. And obviously, Sarah's because we love making relationships that last and that are deep. For sure. I feel like recently, especially because of COVID, I have come to the realization that connection is like one of my deep core values. Like mm. I need connection. <laughs> and can I get a connection? Hey yo. Can I get, can I get a connection? Oh, what a great <laughs> tune. <laughs> yeah. But really though, like connection is something that drives me and that it helps me to feel happy and helps me to thrive. And since COVID has happened, I just feel like there has been such a huge lack of connection just because of safety reasons, right? Like nobody yeah. wants to die because they just go hang out with their friends. Well, it's almost like I'm timid too, you know, whereas before I was very, let's go into it. Let's go do whatever. But yeah. now I'm like, oh, I have to think about other people. I have to think about mm-hmm. the people, my job. I have to think about my roommates. I have to think about all these other things that before I didn't even consider, Yeah, and I think we've talked about this too in the past episode where a lot of things have gone downhill since the pandemic has happened. But I feel like a main thing that not only us, but other people that don't even thrive on connection that much, just like people in general, everybody has felt this massive sense of loneliness. Yes. And that's something that I've noticed so much. Mm -hmm. That's what a lot of people have come to me and they've talked to a lot of leaders too, just about how lonely they feel. Yeah. And this has really struck me because I started to just talk to God so much more because of it. This is a topic that has been near and dear to my heart because I feel like in my life, I have tried to develop a relationship with all three members of the Godhead. Explain. What do you mean by that? So the Godhead consists of the Holy Ghost. Mm Mm-hmm. And the Holy Ghost is basically a feeling or a guidance to me throughout my life. It's been really cool to be able to develop that relationship with him because you get to acknowledge when you feel the spirit. Yeah. You know, when you're doing something. I remember there was a time in my life where every day I'd be like, oh, I'm feeling the spirit right now. Uh, and you can just recognize that yeah. Ooh, the spirit has entered into my soul and I know exactly what I need to do. Yeah. That is seriously the coolest feeling it's in the world. so cool. And yeah. I just, I want everyone to try it. If you haven't please do just like just get in a place where you can feel god talking to you yeah oh it's so pretty you just walk in and <laughs> you're like oh feeling. the holy ghost just like entered my heart oh, right I love here that it was um, it's amazing and so that's when you just know that okay little things when you just feel the spirit a little bit that's your relationship growing until it's finally like oh like this is the spirit right now like yeah. he's so much more constant in my life how has gaining that relationship with the holy ghost specifically helped you in your relationship with heavenly father and jesus christ oh so he was the first one really that entered my heart right so who which one the holy ghost okay the holy ghost was the first one that really made me see a need for jesus christ and made then made me feel like oh my gosh i need a heavenly father yeah. You know, and Which I res- makes sense too because yeah. it says in the scriptures the Holy Ghost bears witness of truth. It testifies exactly. of truth. And we know that Jesus Christ is our savior and that we have a heavenly father, but it's hard for us to really understand that or really grasp that concept without having that feeling of, "Oh my goodness, this is true." And exactly. that comes with the Holy Ghost. Oh, amen. It's so true. And so that led me to, okay, so the spirit's not here right now. 
why isn't he here? You know, and I could start asking myself those questions of, oh, I feel the spirit when I walk into this room, but what about by myself? Yeah. What if I'm with these certain people or et cetera, et cetera. And it just made me really contemplate, I need to feel the spirit all the time. And in order to be worthy of that, I need to rely on the savior to give me that confidence that I can have the spirit in every single situation. And so that relationship with my savior has grown so much because I've learned about the power that comes from relying on him. Mm-hmm. And I love him so much. Like I could just go into tears because whenever we talk about him, I feel as though he's just getting another little piece of my broken heart. Yeah. You know, and just fixing it one little piece at a time. And this kind of relationship that Nancy has with Jesus Christ isn't something that just happened in a day. Oh, you no. Know? Like, oh, no. There was a lot of time and a ton of effort, a lot of tears that came to gain this type of relationship with your Savior. And like ditto for me, loving somebody enough to give up your will to be obedient to what they ask you to do, that takes time. It's hard. Oh, yeah, because I'm a stubborn person. <laughs> oh, my. But seriously, like, if, if you can get to a place where you come to know your Savior enough that you're willing to change the way you think and the way you act to be in a line with what he has asked you to do, the blessings and the miracles and the tender mercies that follow are ten times the effort that it took for you to make that change. Oh, absolutely. I have seen an amazing shift in my life since really striving to focus on, okay, what is my will versus what is the savior's will? Mm -hmm. And that has made our relationship stronger. But like I said, like it takes time. It's not going to happen in a day. Be patient with yourself, be patient with God, but mostly be patient with yourself because that was my biggest struggle. Mm -hmm. Well, it's really hard to give up. I had a really good friend tell me one day, she's like the way that the savior sees you, is so much better than what you have right now. Mm. And at that point, I really loved myself. Like I loved my life. I loved everything about it. And I was like, how could the Savior have something more? How could this be better than How could this is? be better? So I decided to put that to the test. A dangerous move. <laughs> it was the scariest move of my life. Wow. Because I was like, am I going to be, am I going to hate my life? Am I going to be a completely different person? I don't want to lose my personality. Right. My yeah. personality is awesome. <laughs> but I decided to just do it because I was like okay he's not going to take away something that I care so much about for sure right like he loves me and he suffered everything for me which means that of course in this time I wasn't perfect once I made that conscious decision to let him change me that was such a big moment for me because I feel like that's when the savior is finally like praises like thank you so much for letting me do this I just imagine like open arms like those like running slow-mo like you know when like the boy finally sees the girl after this long hard trial and they're like running towards each other to have this long sweet embrace yes, <laughs> you know yes. that's that's i'm picturing that with you and jesus like in my mind right now and th- what i a picture t- that all the time wow <laughs> what a tender moment when i'm just like crying at his knees and he's oh, like geez. it's finally here buddy yeah like i'm so excited for that day So you were telling me earlier about a couple of experiences that you've had even now, just continuing that relationship. What were those experiences? What happened? So it's actually been so neat because it came as a complete surprise. We love that. Yeah. And so this is with the third member of the Godhead, which is who I'm focusing most on right now, Mm -hmm. which is my heavenly father. I was laying in bed. This experience came to a shock because I was 
just like trying to fall asleep and suddenly like I have like this image come into my mind and let me tell you I've been praying for a vision probably for three years in a row (laughs) I want one so bad like still to this day but this was pretty darn close and I count it so wow we'd love to hear it this is of me entering heavenly father's mansion above is this like a dream you were having no actually I wasn't asleep like your thoughts in your mind yeah okay and so this image just comes. I'm walking to his mansion. And I don't know if any of you guys have seen Annie. But like when Annie first goes into the mansion uh-huh. and she sees like those staircases. Yes. That's what I saw. But it was just gold and beautiful. Wow. To the right, he opens the door and his arms are just extended. He says, come inside. Like oh my he's God. so excited. I'm getting giddy and this isn't even my vision. <laughs> <laughs> that just makes me so excited. It made me so happy. And like... When this is happening, I was like, oh my gosh, this is happening right now, mm-hmm. you know? And it was so surreal. I walk in and he's like, oh, come into my living room. And so there's- And you a, said, okay. I was like, here I come. <laughs> Get ready. <laughs> and so he comes and he's like, let's just sit down on the couch. And I was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to tell God? <laughs> like, what am I going to talk about with him? It was so interesting because I would think because he's a God- you know, what did, What would he have to say to me? Yeah, for sure. That was a constant thought that came through my head during this thing. Mm-hmm. He filled every quiet moment. You know when you have those moments in any conversation where there's just like that weird, and what do we talk about next, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In these moments, that's when my Heavenly Father just looked at me and he's like, I love you so much. Wow. What's going on? What do you have to tell me? And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, Heavenly Father, I've had this question for you. And Heavenly Father, like, this is what happened today. I'm so happy that you were there with me. Like, I finally recognize that you were there. Then all of a sudden, like, Jesus Christ walks into the room. And he's just like, oh, my gosh, welcome home. And oh, I was my like, gosh. Okay. <laughs> like, and I just went and hugged him. Like, it was just such a wonderful experience to be able to feel, like, how much love. And you could just know that the Holy Ghost had entered my heart at that time, too. Mm-hmm. It was just awesome to have those three members make themselves so specifically known to me. Yeah. And I feel like that has been little experiences building upon each other throughout my life to pr- just prepare for that. Yeah. And then about two days after that, I was cleaning the temple. My mind went back to that space. And just when I was in his holy home, for real, yeah. you know, in this physical earthly experience, that's when my heart was like, wow, this is what his home on earth looks like, but his mansion above is so much more. Wow. And temples are beautiful. Beautiful. Immaculate buildings. Yeah. Wow. And so as I was just cleaning, he just walked me through and he was just like, and this is so important to me. And this is so important to me. And it was just so wonderful to hear him still wanting to talk to me, even though I was just cleaning his home, you know? Yeah. And it just made me feel so special. And so it's just been my goal lately just to continue that, allow my mind to go back to that space, allow my experiences with them just to get stronger and let it just become a father-daughter experience. Wow. So that was my experience. Wow, I actually love that because when I was younger, me and my dad would go would go on daddy daughter dates. Yes, of and course. actually there was this one time where we went bowling and I dropped the bowling ball on his foot. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he hated me for the rest of the night. But he still took me to dinner and he still loved me. And I feel like that is really similar to how our Heavenly Father feels about us. You yeah. know, like sometimes we go out, we get ready for the day and we're going out just doing our thing and then 
we maybe say something rude or <laughs> we completely ignore somebody who's trying to talk to us, you know, mm-hmm. just like small things. And it's like me dropping a bowling ball on God's foot. <laughs> and, but he still loves me and he's still oh, yeah. willing to buy me dinner and just love me and yeah. make me feel like I'm okay. And you are. That's the thing. Like, yeah. he told me so many times. He just said, you're doing so much better than you think you are. Oh, I love that. You know, and that is something that I think every human being just thinks about. Like, oh my gosh, I disappointed him so much today. There's nothing I could have done. Like, I'm just a failure. That's not true. Yeah. Like, he loves you so much. And he wants you to know that. He wants to welcome you into his home. Invite yourself in. Because you are the limitation in that point. That is so true. I was listening to, I think it was an institute class when Mm -hmm. we were talking about, I don't remember who said it, but they were talking about sinning and Mm -hmm. they shared this spiritual experience that they had. And they said, there was something that was holding me back from getting closer to God. But once Mm -hmm. I finally let go of that, I felt him coming into my life and my relationship with him has grown exponentially. And I just had to realize that I was the one that had to get out of the way. Oh, yeah. I remember. And she she just made the comment that, you know, kind of that same experience where I had was like, am I willing to give up who I am right now? Yeah. You know, even though I'm pretty set in it and I really want to keep doing this, am I willing to become better? Am I willing to change even though I don't know what that looks like? Yeah. And that's so hard. It is. Especially for like for like me, who really likes to know where I'm going and what I'm doing. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) (laughs) women, you know, but yeah, it's true. But it's completely worth it. Like we're talking about gaining a relationship with your Heavenly Father is a priceless experience. If you are looking to feel the ultimate sense of joy, the ultimate sense of belonging, and Mm -hmm. the ultimate sense of love, we urge you to seek a relationship with your Heavenly Father, with your Savior, Jesus Christ, and with the Holy Ghost. We know that it's because of these kind of connections that we have really worked hard to obtain that we find so much joy in just the everyday little little things it's true and if you really think about it you know our heavenly father gave us all up he gave his son jesus christ to die on the cross for us and because of that there's no guarantee that we're gonna go back to him like that would have been so hard just like imagine your dad saying oh bye i don't know if you're coming back but bye but he knew that we had the potential to be like him and because he knew that he was willing to make that risk or take that risk for us to be able to make that relationship not stronger mm-hmm. because you were able to find him in this imperfect body in this imperfect world that is changing every single day but he's willing to make that relationship happen every single day yeah and it's always so powerful to me to remember that like me by myself i'm great amen i <laughs> i know that i can do great things just because of the kind of person that I have tried to become, right? And the talents that you've obtained. Yeah. You know, we work hard. Right. But I also know that I'm not great just because I'm great. Mm-hmm. But I am great because God is great. Mm-hmm. And he is the one that makes me more than I can be by myself. Oh, you amen. know what I'm saying? That to me is real love. Like that that's true power. When you have all the power in the world, all the power in the universe, mm-hmm. and you choose to uplift and inspire others and help them become more than they can be than they could otherwise by themselves that is real true love oh it is and how amazing that we have a heavenly father who feels that for us like yeah wow 
yeah like i have truly come to know anything that i have developed by myself can be instantly taken away you know i've experienced that where i was like oh my gosh i'm so good at this and you then you get kind of like a little bit khaki a little bit khaki and you're like oh actually actually <laughs> i'm actually nothing you know yeah. and it's kind of like that slap with a brick but in that moment that's when you come to truly appreciate god mm-hmm. because you know that he's the one that can give it back immediately yeah and that's when the greatest parts of yourself come to be i love my heavenly father and he loves me and he has a great work for me to do with this gift i love him i love him so much yeah obviously you can see nancy and i could talk about this for hours and hours and hours oh my gosh what time is it it's it's we're past yeah we're past time sorry everyone but (laughs) we're just grateful that you guys are listening we know that you guys all have an infinite worth and an Mm -hmm. infinite potential and we know that when you allow a relationship with your heavenly father in Jesus Christ into your life, then you will be able to realize the power that you have with him. Amen. I love it. Gain that relationship with each member of the Godhead. And I can promise you that your life will be so much more filled. Like subscribe, share this. If you liked what you heard, we are grateful for you guys. We will see you later. Love ya.